Lisa, what are you rebelling against? What do you got? Welcome to the Star Wars Rebels Without a Cause podcast. I'm your host, Kendall Hallman. With me is the man who uh, can't tell the difference between a Tauntaun and a T-47, Dwight Snyder. Yo. And uh, the guy that knows they smelled bad on the outside, Nick Jew. Good evening, everybody. All right, so uh, tonight we're talking about, uh, I think the episode was called Fighter Trouble or something like that, uh, where uh, we have Ezra and Zeb get a little character work. They go on, they're having some sibling rivalry. Uh, we're seeing some of the repercussions of having the two people who don't get along room together. And it seems like, are they the only two that are rooming together? Does everybody else have their own room? Uh, it seems to be. Um, unless, you know, we... Never mind. Cause we <laughs> I see, can't remember the names. Because we see Sabine... Right, Sabine has her own room, which makes sense because it's constantly in paint fumes, I'm sure. Right, right. And I'm sure that Hera, and Hera even makes like a comment like, it could be worse, she could be doing something in my room. Yeah, it's Hera's ship, I assume yeah. she gets a so, room. Unless, unless Hera and Kanan share a room. That was what I was trying to say, but I forgot the names. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, it would make sense that everyone had a room on the ship until Ezra showed up. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then... Suddenly. Somehow there's a bunch. And then Zeb's the low man that, on the totem pole. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I could, I could see that. Although you could argue for Kanan to share with Ezra, yeah. since that's the master apprentice thing. Yeah, we still haven't really seen Kanan actually perform the master apprentice relationship. So, yeah, I'm sure. Well, I'm sure that I mean we'll we get see, there. We see Ezra practice practicing throughout the episode yeah but it's also something ezra he's practicing something that he previously did on accident and now he's trying to focus and he's not really doing some sort of ritual or anything that that kanan taught him he's just sort of practicing on random objects unless that's what he was taught to do It, it could be it was like maybe Kanan would told him, hey, just practice whenever you can when but, you're eating breakfast. But we have no proof that Kanan's actually doing anything. I don't know. Well, I don't know. At the end of yes of last week's episode, he said your formal Jedi training starts tomorrow, right? Yeah. And the episode before that said he'd train him eventually. Yeah. So he's making progress. That that soon is getting sooner. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. We I, haven't seen any proof yet. It's I assumed think, that he is. Yeah, I think there's That's, been at least some. He's, he's done a little bit of tutoring. It's an ongoing right. joke. Right. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll never see Kanan actually teach Ezra anything. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, uh, we we sort of uh, blubbity blobbitied about the episode for a little bit, but uh, just general first reactions, Nick. It's a happy filler episode, but as long as Zeb is one of the main characters, I don't care. I mean, there was no big storyline development. We got character development, which I enjoyed, and you know, we met someone from Ezra's past for mm. the first time. Yeah, the uh, the farmer guy. He's um, called Professor, so somehow they correlated well, they in the he past. Was a professor? professor? I thought I didn't catch that. Oh, that didn't make much sense. Maybe it was Mister. That's yeah, what I heard. he was Mister something. Uh, and uh, and and so so my my what what's I just don't understand why the empire would want to buy that guy's farm. First of all, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of very open space. Right. 
There is a lot of unclaimed land. So the only thing we could think of is that either his land was strategic in some way, he'd pissed somebody off, or spite. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, they did like <laughs> maybe he, maybe that guy owns all of that land somehow. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. he could own, or he owns a clump of land, and they need like they have. The whole, you know, it's a giant. They, you know, they need hundreds and hundreds of miles to build some right. crazy military base. And his is the only. His is right in the center. And he's right in the and center. And they yeah. just need that cleared out. Or maybe the imperial officer's trying to make something on the side. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And it may, and it may have been. I, it, I suspect that he may have been wanted for something or other. Although no, because then they wouldn't offer to buy. They would have just arrested. Yeah, they would have just up arrested him and taken it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Actually, the fact that they are. Um, the the fact that they're willing to buy the land from him, even they probably gave him was, an unfairly it was probably low insultingly price. Yeah, I mean, low. Yeah, that sounds like a military strategy. Yeah, yeah. The, the, I don't think so. I don't think he had he had necessarily angered him. Um, although is this so? Was the the question? So I guess the and the other thing is is this the same planet? That we've seen before. Yes, they're still on the same planet, which I believe is called Lothal. Lo- Lothal. I think so. Yeah. Okay. So, so there must be something important. There must be something important going down on this planet because there's there's the Tarkin town where all the people have been, um, you know, have lost their homes and and ended up there. Uh, and then, and then there's clearly an imperial presence. Right. However, it is, seems to be a fairly small imperial presence. There's maybe a couple ties in each city and two or three squads of stormtroopers. That's really about it. Also, I think it's worth pointing out that... Uh, oh, shoot, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> ah. I'm not the only one. Now we, did see, now, we did see in the in the Sparker Rebellion movie, we did see... Uh, there was a Star Destroyer, at least in like the... Was it in the opening credits or something like that? Yeah, we did see a Star Destroyer, and I remembered what I was thinking about. I was thinking about this is obviously their home base, since at least temporarily, mm-hmm. because we've every single episode has taken place on this planet. Yeah, and except and they, for a short trip to one of the hardest planets to get to. <laughs> oh, the uh, spice mines. Yeah, the spice yeah. mines of Kessel. Yeah, they got there relatively easily. Well, they probably got there in like thirteen or fourteen parsecs. Well, obviously, not not under less than. 12 parsecs. What, what is it? 12 parsecs? 12, yeah, 12 parsecs, which... I don't know, the only thing... The only way that I've ever thought that that made sense was... Because it's through a black hole, it means he was willing to shave distance right, right. closer to the black hole. And you have to go fast right. in order to get through there. That, I think that was... They actually brought that up in one of the Jedi Academy novels. That, that, that was the expla- explanation. Um, the first one, because I only got like about three chapters into it. So it was early in the first one, but that's when <laughs> that's when Han and Chewie end up. They end up in the Spice Mines of Castle, right? So it would make sense. Uh, they would talk about that there. Um, let's see. So, so I really liked. I mean, it was it was maybe a filler episode, but it was a but it was solid. I mean, it was very it was very much a character driven episode, right? It is a filler episode, but it's more important because we haven't had a lot. Of filler, and yeah. because it's been so content heavy, there hasn't been a lot of time to develop the characters. So it is a filler episode, but it's also a very useful one. And it's and it's clear that it's clear that while 
Zeb and Ezra are are going to butt heads throughout the series. They're also sort of developing this this sort of rapport and this sort of uh, this friendship. I'm actually surprised. Uh, this is sort of. I'm actually surprised how major a character Ezra has been in these la- in the first few episodes, and how minor a character Kanan and Hera are. Yeah, I kind of agree, but at the same time, if you if you sort of start with the the younger, more childish characters, when it when you bring out the serious drama, then you can bring out the the more serious. Kanan I mean, they're and trying Hera. to attract the kids into the show. Right, it right. On I Disney. I guess- I guess I understand. I understand why Ezra is is a major character. I I don't understand why necessarily they haven't had it. I would have expected it to be Ezra about Ezra and Kanan and Hera as opposed to the way it's been. It's been more about Ezra and Zeb. Um, yeah, I can I can agree with that. I was kind of surprised. But too. I guess I guess we have an ensemble cast, and it's just going to take a little bit of time to. To really go into everybody's character in depth, and and probably, and I would also bet that after about the first season, Ezra's character will become less important. There's a good chance. I was actually more surprised that Chopper didn't feature more heavily in this episode. Yeah, except was, for the fact that I don't know how they would have gotten him in the Tie Fighter. I was I was kind of happy that Chopper didn't feature. More. Chopper was really irritating this like, episode. Yeah, yeah. He, he didn't seem his normal. I don't know the normal self that we've seen. He's just more. He was actively like being a jerk. Right. Yeah, he was instigating everything. <laughs> like, it's not something we're used to seeing from droids, other than maybe R two. But even R two is not an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> this is that's basically what Chopper is. Basically, an R two without without C three PO to to keep him under control. Um, and he has a little bit more of a sense of humor because R two is very driven, very mission oriented. Yeah. Um. But uh yeah, I liked I really I really liked the uh the way that Zeb was flying the flying the TIE fighter and it was just sort of like floating around. Right. <laughs> just, I, I really love the fact that they that they bring back the knowledge that TIE fighters fly on repulsor lifts. They don't actually push themselves with the, the yeah. space engine in the back. Yeah. So you kinda of see it doing things that don't quite make sense from a uh uh, aerodynamics. Yeah, aerodynamics point yeah. of view. Yeah, I figure, I mean, I just, anytime, anytime ships do things that don't make sense like that, I just know that it's because it's Star Wars and it's all, gra- they have any, I mean, they can, they have ships in space with artificial gravity. So if they can have, if you can have, manipulate gravity to the degree that you can just stand around on spaceships, then you can do that with, you know, you can do that with anything. Right. If you can design a uh, a ship that can basically p- apply enough gravity to pull something out of light faster than light speed, yeah, yeah, you can probably fight off gravity a bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and so I I don't know the the other thing I think the other thing about this uh, th- this is another uh, moment that reminded me kind of of, of Cowboy Bebop or or uh, Firefly. Like they go, they they go out, and they're supposed to get supplies, and they get the supplies, and they lose the supplies. They're chasing after this fruit that they're supposed to get, uh, and and they have this little misadventure, and then they come back at the end, and they don't have any supplies, and then they leave. Right. The only thing that they might have is a fruit, although they never produce it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. They so, don't get paid. They never get paid. Right. Right. I think right, we're gonna yeah. see a. Con- 
you're right. I think we will see more of that throughout the series. Yeah, and, and then eventually they'll get to a point where they address that, where they're like, we are completely out of everything. We really genuinely do need money. And, I mean, they did get paid. They got paid in the second episode. Or, or they got paid la- I mean, they got paid last week by Bail Organa. Yeah, that's true. He Although they also the- got screwed last week out of their the payment that they were right. going to get. Right, but I'll bet I I was Bale I, probably paid I got more. the sense that that Bale had a little more money, you know, cuz he's the like senator king, he's basically the king of the planet. Yeah, I think he is actually. He's, he's the he's the senator, but he's de facto, he's the he's the top, he must be the king because uh, princess Leia is his daughter, so unless unless a senator's daughter is considered a princess, I don't know. Royalty is weird in Star Wars. Just look <laughs> at uh, Naboo. And you you elect queen. you elect your queen, and for some reason your queen is fourteen. Yeah, I don't. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Well, I always. I mean, yeah. I I have my my thoughts on on uh, Naboo culture is just that. Um. Basically, people retire earlier and earlier and earlier, and as technology gets better, right? There's not a requirement to and work. So, if, if yeah, everyone's super productive, and so so therefore the the queen becomes you know a fourteen is is fourteen, and that's you know she's one of the youngest, obviously. But then they're like, but that's because they're retiring by the time they're thirty. So, um. Man, I wish we could do that. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> if you were maybe if you got your act together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I mean this is obviously, you know, she she, you know, she was in the the Senate Youth Program or whatever it was called. That's true. You know, she was in she was a wait, she was in the Young Republicans. The Naboo Skull and Bone Society. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she got and and also and also it could be that it could be that the queen position is not necessarily I mean most of the time you're not dealing with an invasion right by uh by the, by the trade federation you're just representing your country yeah. in the senate right it always did seem a little more symbolic than maybe Our the point. trade federation was giving him credit for well and yeah and also i mean and also if you look like padme as a senator later on she's clearly doing a lot more than whoever the queen was after her because you see the queen in in episode two and and everything and and you know she's not doing anything and and also palpatine was was manipulating uh amidala to a degree probably yeah so if i recall correctly palpatine is half the reason that she's even becomes queen i think he has right he influences her election somehow yeah 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 it, it had some yeah in in the in the plagueis novel uh, which, uh, if you haven't read, is quite good. It's very good, and is and is full of lots of explanations for things. Uh, it's not. It could be. I mean, some people were saying that they think it could still be can like because it do, it's one of those things that like explains things that maybe it happened recently enough and covered a period that hasn't isn't super after the movies that they'll mostly yeah. have to retcon. So I think it's pretty safe. Yeah. I, I as don't far know. as novels go, I, I think it also makes, but my thing about it is it makes a lot of claims. Like it explains, you know, it explains Palpatine's origins. It explains how Queen Amidala became the thing. It, you know, talks about who this Darth Plagueis guy is. That's true. It has enough um, explanations that if a single one of those things gets rewritten, it's right. basically gone. Um, my, uh, my, my hope for it to be 
sort of reestablished is the Tarkin novel is being written by James Luceno who wrote it. And it's all, and also I have a feeling since Tarkin is like this sort of underexplored, almost protected character comic. Um, what, what you think they'll do a comic about him or what Tarkin? Yeah, no, there's a novel that's well, coming no, out I mean, in like a couple weeks. I mean, aside from the, the, the novel, do I think they'll do a comic about yeah. him? They I might, I don't know. Um, it depends. Who doesn't love to hate Tarkin? I just love to love Tarkin. I don't know why he... I, I don't have any problems with him. Okay. I, I guess, you know, he's... He's kind of uppity. He's kind of uppity, but I, I like... Other than being uppity, he's not, like... I don't know. He doesn't... He's not as... He's not as bad as some Imperials. And I think that... He generally, although he's a little bit power hungry in the little bit that I've seen about him and stuff, he's a little, he's power hungry and stuff, but he's, he's not like pure evil. I mean, I guess he does order the destruction of Alderaan, which is, I mean, that's bad. That's pretty evil. But yeah, before that, I think mostly he just exploits the crap out of the outer rim, Mm -hmm. like squeezing them just enough so they don't completely crumble. He's heartless. Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know. I just like. And I, I just I think the reason that I like him is is mostly just because of that scene where he sort of he's the only in the movies he's the only guy that you really see as an equal to Vader, um, which is you know and, and granted that's when Vader's a whatever but yeah so um, let's see any other other stuff about this episode so Sabine is clearly just likes to draw things. Um, kind of tolerates Ezra, but doesn't really yeah, like yeah, him that yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering. I, I, I need to find out Sabine's age. Like, if she's, is she like, like, is if Ezra's like twelve or thirteen, like, is she sixteen or is she eighteen? It'd be I good get, to know, but I'm not sure it would necessarily stop them because this is the land of Anakin Skywalker. Well, yeah, it, well, no, but that's, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, also, like, in the in real life, you have 12-year-olds hitting on 18-year-olds. Like, that is that's, true. That's a thing that could happen, um, but it's just a matter of whether, but but the the feelings aren't necessarily going to be reciprocated. Like, and I and I want to, like, you know, I'm I'm kind of curious if this is, if she's, if she's like an unobtainable way, way too old figure, um, you know, is this or or like, you know, in a few years, they'll end up getting together or 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 I don't know. We need, it, we need some backstory. You're right. Or is it going to be a brother sister relationship? Well, we just got to wait till next week. Maybe she goes off on her own adventure and we learn more about her. I would bet next week we actually get some Inquisitor. Yeah, hopefully. Actually, well. So the 26th is six days away. Um, that's going to be the Spark of Rebellion where they have the scene with Vader and the Inquisitor. Um, so there's not an episode next week? Uh, I think there is an episode next week. Yeah, there 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 is an episode next week, but they're airing Spark of Rebellion on ABC. Oh, right, right. right. Um, with the extra scene with the Inquisitor and Vader. And so, yeah. so at least we'll get a little bit of Inquisitor, even yeah. if it's just probably about two seconds long. Uh-huh. And uh, I'll I'll update you. Also update you guys next week. Um, I'm get tomorrow. I'm getting the next issue of the Star Wars Insider. That's going to have. It's going to be. I think it's going to be featuring 
uh, some articles about Callus and about the Inquisitor and something else. Um, so that's uh, maybe we'll get some some insight there. All right, looking forward to it. Um, and hopefully there'll be some new original fiction because last issue I was really mad because the original fiction was just an excerpt from uh, a new dawn. Oh, um, that's that would be disappointing. Yeah. How how are you coming on a new dawn, Dwight? I'm on the first chapter still. <laughs> you haven't, you haven't read <laughs> I, much I don't. Of it. I'm not. I'm don't read that often. So well, you should. I have a stack of books I'm trying to read. Well, too. you put this one on top. It is on top. <laughs> oh well, then start reading it. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, so so yeah, it's, I think it's. I think this episode. I think as much as like not a lot happened, I kind of feel like we're learning more about the world. Right. It it was important to have an episode like this, but I mean, it doesn't really advance the plot aside from just us knowing the characters. A yeah, little I think. Yeah, I think it it advanced the. It it did a good job of 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 moving the the character story forward. With I mean, because you could have a filler episode that was just completely just, useless. Just completely. Yeah, yeah. That was just a bunch of silly. I think if if basically, I think if Chopper had been around. That's exactly probably that's what, what would have happened. happened. Yeah, if it was like if this was an episode with with uh, yeah with like Ezra and Chopper instead of Ezra and Zeb, if it wasn't building that right. that relationship, then it would have been very hard. Um, it, yeah, it could have been, it could have been bad. Just like last week's, it's interesting because we're having all these episodes that like could have been bad, but actually they were good. So, um, you know, because they proved that they could do a droids episode. That introduces R two and three PO, and 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 have it be good. And now they've been, they've shown that they can do like sort of a little fun filler episode, and have it still have it still add something to the show. So hopefully, here in the next couple weeks, we'll get episodes that really do cool things. Um, I I think that the it's interesting. It really is interesting. The nature of the show being being this this sort of relatively small group. Although it's a, it is an ensemble cast, you know, in this small ship. Oh, that was something else that I got a sense from the uh, the early and the beginning and the end of the episode that like these guys are in tight quarters. Right. There's the there's the cockpit. There's the hallway and their rooms, and then there's that teeny tiny cargo bay. Yeah. yeah. There's not a lot else to it. <laughs> yeah. So, so I think that's part of the reason that there was so much tension between Zeb and Ezra. Because they're everybody's in close quarters together, uh, it's it's something that something that that really really helps. I think it really helps create that that character of the ghost as a character and 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 everything. So still uh, still on board, I think. Um, but yeah, I would like to see. I would like to see the Inquisitor. I want. I'm. I think I'm ready to see some. After unless unless we get unless we get like some serious backstory on Hera or or uh, um, maybe Sabine, Sabine. yeah, um, unless we, unless we really want to go into into some of those characters, I'm ready for moving the plot forward, really, like all the way. Um, and I mean, I guess last week they they made contact with Bail Organa, which definitely which is huge. Yeah. For for moving the plot forward, um, such a small scene, and yet yeah, so important. I have a feeling I have, 
You know, I, I have a feeling he's going to be like the Nick Fury of this show. Like he's going to be like sort of just min- the pulling the strings master, behind yeah. the behind the scenes. Maybe you know, helping helping wherever he can just a little bit. But he's still obviously a we'll senator. Do, we'll hear about him. We just won't see him. Yeah. Well, no, we probably. Will I think see we'll him. see him more than our characters right. will see him. Right. He'll be. He'll be the. You know. They'll. They'll. They'll get lucky out of some, you know, some scrape, and 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 then we'll see. Like he's, he'll be like, you know, did you, you know, it's a good thing that we did this and this and this to save the thing. You know, he's the guy that's sort of behind the scenes saving the day, right? I mean, you know, in my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Right. They'll be staging some sort of raid and. He'll just happen to be there, look out a window, and have R2 open a security door or something. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> something something like that. Um, or or he might have, like, you know what You know what would be interesting, although she'd be a little bit young, uh, young Princess Leia, like, being undercover or something or other, and then it doesn't reveal it's her until the end. I don't know. What do you guys think about about bringing any of the big three into the show? I can see Princess Leia. There's not really a lot of backstory about what she did before. It'd be kind of funny to watch either her and Ezra try to escape some trouble, or maybe her follow Sabine around for a little bit. Mm-hmm. You don't know about. You don't think because uh, we we have already run into Wookies. You don't. You don't think Han. I don't think we're going to see Han. You don't think we're going to see Han? They, and we're not we seeing know Luke we're because see Luke doesn't get to do anything. Right. Because we already know we're going to see Lando. I would bet we'd see Chewie before we'd see Han. Uh-huh. Lando, Lando and Chewie and the Falcon together? I don't, think we'll see, I, I don't think we'll see Chewie and Lando together. I think we might see Lando. Well, we will see Lando. That's been oh, confirmed. Okay. Yeah. okay. Well, then we'll see Lando. <laughs> Yeah, I, st- I think we'll see him with the so, Falcon. So you think we'll see Lando? With Lando the should have yeah. the Falcon at this point. No. And I mean, because because the thing is, I guess this is five years before A New Hope, so so Han would be like an age where he's screwing around, definitely. Like Leia and Luke would probably be a little bit young, but since we've seen Bail Organa already, I think I could see Leia. I mean, I could see Luke. I mean, you could you could have Luke. Do so, if there's something I mean, going on have on to Tatooine, go to Tatooine yeah. yeah, if there's something going on on Tatooine, Luke could get into some trouble. Maybe I, with Biggs and Wedge in tow. Yeah, yeah. That would yeah, be Wedge. <laughs> that would be pretty sweet. Or at least Biggs and, and like, uh, what's the, what what was, uh, Cammy and, uh, what's the other guy? Um, shoot, I can't remember his name. The you, you know the people that are like the, right. from the deleted scene in, in a new hope where where wedge is leaving or Biggs is leaving right, sorry yeah wedge is not from Tatooine yeah, wedge isn't from Tatooine but that doesn't mean that he couldn't also show up there like you could have and also you could have you know I don't know how, how old how old wedge is I mean he seems pretty young in a new hope. So he haven't hit, and also he's kind of an obscure character. Like, right, he's pretty big. He's huge in the books, but he's not that important yeah. in the movies. Aside from surviving two Death Star runs, yeah. And I think he's not going to be in Episode Seven, or he's getting recast in Episode Seven. Well, so. I mean, he already has been recast. Two different actors played him between uh, the movies. No, 
Do you know the story behind that? No. Okay. So it was actually two different actors were him in A New Hope. Oh. Yeah. Um, the guy that you see in um, – that's Fake Wedge that is like, you know, oh, that's impossible even for a computer. That's a different guy than the guy that says, look at the size of that thing. Because the guy that says, look at the size of that thing is supposed to be Wedge, but also he's supposed to be Wedge. S- supposedly, um, the guy that, 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 that was saying, you know, that's impossible even for a computer and blah, 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 he couldn't remember any of his lines. So after so that scene was he was supposed to have a lot more lines in that scene and he got fired that day. Oh. And so they they replaced him with with uh with Ewan McGregor's uncle who who did play him who did play him in in all three. Movies. Oh okay. Yeah, I'm almost I'm almost 100% positive that he that he played him in all three movies but he was it was two actors in Okay, I knew there were two actors who played Wedge. I thought it was different between episode 5 and episode uh, 6. Let me just let me just do a quick IMDb to to verify that. Uh in the meantime, Wedge ta- or uh, Wedge, Dwight, talk about Star Wars for a second. Or talk about like what you're thinking of this oh, overall thoughts on the series and and what what you would like to see. What you would like to see. You actually you said that you thought you'd see Lando and blah, 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 blah. Who would you like to see? What like movie characters would you like to see in the show? Who would I like to see? Yeah. I would like to see Boba Fett making an appearance. Of course you would. That was the one character I was going to say. I really hope we don't see him. <laughs> <laughs> of course you would. He was, he was a pretty major character in, uh, in the, the Clone Wars. Right, yeah. which is why I think we need to give him some time probably. And also, we already have a Mandalorian on the crew. We can have some other Mandalorians that aren't Boba Fett. Let's see somebody else. Maybe a real Mandalorian and not this clone that got raised by some loner. I'm, I know that makes me very unpopular. And I can feel the internet sending no, daggers no, at me. Nobody, but. I mean, other people probably don't want to see. Uh, um, okay. Maybe Yoda. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we might see a Yoda. Yeah, Den- Dennis Lawson played Wedge in all three movies. Okay. Um, so that is me being completely wrong and Kendall correcting me. <laughs> well, you were right that there were two different people, but it was it was fake Wedge and Wedge because it was the Star Wars card Wedge Antilles is a different is the is fake Wedge. Yep, the picture on there. I know the books actors have always been my weakness. Yeah, I, I don't know that much about <laughs> actors either, but I did I do remember hearing that he turned down the, that Dennis Lawson turned down the role um, for Wedge. Because he and he said it was because it wasn't major enough in episode seven. So I would have liked to see him be like a really cool character. Although they could just recast him, like, and it would be fine. Yeah, because he was because it's been a little while. Right. I mean, yeah, it's it's been long enough, and everybody else looks old enough. There's always they could stick in pretty much anybody. They, have, they should just have uh, Ewan McGregor play him. <laughs> That would be. I don't know if that would be sweet or terrible. I, I, I can't decide. Um. Okay. Uh. Well, I personally wouldn't. I mean, I'd like to see. I'd like to. I always like hut stuff, so I'd like to see Jabba. Um. I honestly, it, if I don't want to see it like in season one or anything, but the more I think about it, like I wouldn't mind if in season three or four. 
they did bring in um not necessarily to like fully work with the rebels or anything but like if they brought if they did if we did see han maybe we maybe we even see a little story arc where han drops the spice shipment or or uh or loses or or wins the falcon off of lando or something like that i w- i wouldn't mind i wouldn't mind that actually right if uh maybe kanan attends the the casino, the high stakes sabak tournament right 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 yeah yeah, yeah, and of yeah, course yeah. has to ditch out right before they give they get paid, so yeah. that that way Han takes everything. Right. But oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and and I just I just, and and then you know I'd like to see Bail Organa continue to be a to be a cool character and oh and also uh, uh what's his name the Corellian guy wouldn't mind seeing him what's his name. You you know who I'm talking about? Give me a hint. The the Corell the guy that had the Corellian Corellian fleet. Uh, it was it was a Timothy Zahn character. Um, Bell Iblis, Garn Bell Iblis. Okay. Yeah, I, I would like to see one of the the early generals. I was thinking Gadana, but Iblis mm-hmm. would work pretty well too. What about what about uh, Thrawn? Thrawn would be pretty awesome, bringing him a little more into the. The spotlight. He's a pretty awesome character, and he could still be. I mean, he could still be the villain of. The more I think about it, I feel like he could be the villain of Episode Seven, and they could they could just just retell this. I mean, they right. could just tell the story differently, not kill him off super fast. Right. He didn't come back two years after the Empire fell. Mm-hmm. He came back twenty years after the Empire fell. With, right. Right. Yeah. With way more resources than this mm-hmm. tiny little fleet. Yeah. That yeah. still struck fear into the entire yeah, he uh, could, galaxy. Yeah. He, yeah, so they could, and you know what? You know what else they could do with with Thrawn is, uh, so Episode Seven's coming out. What is it? Tw- is it next year? Is it the end of next year? I have no it's idea. Coming out? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. I, I'm, I'm on the internet here. Well, Let's continue see. your thought. Wow. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but so they could they could have him be the villain for either. Either they could have him the villain in season two or season three, and but also have him be the villain in in uh, in episode seven. So you have like a young Thrawn introduced, and that way it sort of ties or parallels to uh, episode seven. Right. If I recall correctly, he gets exiled. So perhaps some shenanigans with the rebels will force him out. Right. Right. Star Wars. Yeah, 2015. Yeah, so it's the end of it's the end of 2015. That it's oh, well, that's sooner than I expected. Yeah, yeah. So I'm very much looking forward. Well, they're to that. like in the middle of filming it, so it makes sense. Well, Post production can take who knows how long. Uh, maybe Especially, they have a big production department. Well, I mean, it it really depends on how much CG they're planning to use versus physical effects. Yeah. Well, I mean, they said Abrams, that they're going to so. use more more physical effects, but that doesn't mean anything. More than the prequels. It's still not maybe a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just hope they lo- I just hope it looks good. I don't care if it's Right. Either way, as long as it looks yeah. great, then I think we'll all be happy with it. Yep. I and I will probably be happy with it no matter what. And of course there's always that, oh, I saw it for the first time, it was really great, and then s- that that <laughs> drop in how satisfied we are yep, in the months but, following. But then it but then it comes back. It does come back, but it takes a long time. Yep, yep. yep. Episode one, episode one. I watched a few months ago and really enjoyed it. So, um, yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah. So I feel like we've uh, 
we've managed to talk about this ep- we've managed to talk for 35 minutes about a filler episode that was 22 minutes long so yeah we got pretty off topic but we filled but our time on topic on topic off topic which i always say is good that that's sort of the point of this is to to have a conversational tone thing i my goal with this podcast and every podcast i do is for it to be like a conversation that i'm having in a comic book shop but slightly more structured well, I have no problem rambling, so that works for me. What do you think, Dwight? I enjoyed this episode. I'm looking forward to next week. And I'm looking forward to episode, episode 7. All right. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I was I was listening to uh little bits and pieces of last week's episode to like sort of make sure that it didn't need total editing. Um and uh, I caught a chunk of of one of Dwight's final thoughts. He sounds like a like a sports guy. He's like, "Well, I think we're doing real good. I think we got a, we got a good team this year. Moving forward, I'm looking forward to seeing more Jedi's." Well, I did take broadcasting, so <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. So that makes you talk like a sports guy. I don't know. That's what that's half the class was wanted to be sportscasters, so that's what we learned. Oh, okay. Basically. Okay. Well, that's no, that's fine. That's fine. I I just you know, and uh, you know. Dwight needs to talk more too, but uh, well, I mean, we do kind of drown him out because I find our, our I knowledge like, of Star Wars. I, I like drop the needle at various points in the podcast, and it's most of the time it's me. Then sometimes it's Nick. I have to like find, I have to like listen to it for a little while to get Dwight to say something. We'll get there though. We'll get there. All right. Um, so until next time, keep on rebelling. You don't need a cause. <laughs>